Amen. Why don't we just lift our hands one more time? Let's turn to the Lord. Amen. He is gracious. He is wonderful. He is here today. Amen. Father, we just thank you, God, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, that you have your way. Do your will today, Father. Help us, Lord. Lord, again, God, I'm asking Jesus, Lord, that you give us liberty today, God. Liberty to understand your word. Liberty, God, to receive your word. Liberty, God, to apply your word, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. If you have your Bible, let's turn to James chapter 2, verse 14 to 16. Amen. James chapter 2, verse 14 to 16. Thank you. Amen. Reading from the New King James Version. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says, underline the word says that, he has faith but does not have works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed, for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Underline this word here. Show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well, even the Demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by works faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see then, that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. Likewise, was not Rehab, the harlot, also justified by works, when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead... So faith without works is dead also. Amen. Today I want to talk to you about how to have real faith. Amen. Okay. Today is going to be a little bit soul searching here because, you know, I'm going to ask you the question, are you the real deal or not? I don't know about you, but, you know, when you go marketing strategy, you know, they say that if you put the word real in front of anything, it will capture people's attention. Oh, this is the real deal. This is the real food. <laughs> this is real. I mean, okay, okay. Then, and, and hopefully, you know, by then, you know, uh, 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 you know, it's the real deal. Okay. Here's something that I want to ask you today. You know, if there's a, somebody is going to do some investigation, can they prove that you are the real deal? You know, what I think the world needs today is real Christians. Right. I, I've said this many times, I know it's funny, but it's so true. Just because you come to church doesn't make you a Christian. How has your faith affected you as an individual? How has your faith transformed you? 
If a faith cannot change you, don't expect this faith to change the world. How does it change in the way you love one another? How does it change in the decisions that you make? How does it change by putting him as a priority? How does it change your decisions? Is your faith real? Amen. Okay. Let's lift our hands one more time. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray that the word of God will not return void. Help us, lead us, guide us, Father. Lord, again, in the name of Jesus, help us. Help us, Father. Amen. You may be seated. Again, James, I love the book of James. How many of you love the book of James? I love the book of James. Of all uh, the book I love is the book of James because it's a very practical book. Amen. He says, if you really want to have faith, here's, here's something that you need to look at. James says that there are five ways that you can know something is a real thing or not. Five ways. Okay, so let's look at these five things. You know, number one, real faith is not just some things you say. Amen. Verse 14 says, what does it profit, my brethren? If someone says he has faith but does not have works, can faith save him? Real faith is not just about something you say or something you talk about. So many times, you know, when, 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 when you go talk to an individual, they say, oh, are you a Christian? They say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. But then, hey, the decisions is kind of, oh, you know, questionable. Amen. You know, it seems like sometimes when people want to offer to buy, I mean, or sell you something, they will agree with you. You know, oh, I'm also a Christian. Oh, I'm also a Christian. Oh, okay, since when was the last time you go to church? Uh, uh, which church do you go? I go to a church that is universal. I watch online. I mean, so, so strange, you know, that, that, that nowadays even when someone says they are a Christian, we have to observe their lifestyle. Amen. Just because you say you are Christian, then let your faith show it. How, how, how do you deal with crises in your life? That's a good way to test. How do you behave in your working place? How do you make choices? Scripture says, is, you know, says that you know, faith is not something that you just say. George Gallup says that 15 million Americans say, I'm born again, but you don't see anything in their lifestyle. And there's a book that I strongly recommend. It's called The Christian Atheist. I strongly recommend this book. Here's a definition of a Christian atheist. Okay, here we go. Believing in God but living as if he doesn't exist. Amen. Okay. Everybody say praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. You know, your faith's got to change you. Your faith's got to calm you. Oh, when, 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 when there's an accident, all things will work together for the good of those that love him. I, I'm not going to explode in my responses. I'm going to not be a thermometer, but I want to be a thermostat. Amen. Okay, that's a real issue here. But you know what? The Holy Ghost kick in. It's going to be okay. You don't, you don't have to let fear control you. You walk in faith. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. It's a living faith. 
It's a faith that transforms my thinking. It's a faith that transforms my emotions. It's a faith that helps me on a day-to-day basis. Faith changes me. It's a faith that makes me get up every day and say, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is a faith that will transform everything. When, when You know what? When, when trials come to my way, you know what? The first reaction probably will be a natural one. <gasps> but then I'm reminded, you know, the Bibles always use the word, uh, 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 no, we not. You remind yourself, hey, I'm not alone. If God is for me, who can be against me? I don't know about you, but last night was crazy. How many of you saw the lightning that's happening? I got awoken by the lightning and the thunder. I thought Jesus Christ is coming back again. I thought that was World War Three. I mean, it's unreal. Bam, 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 bam. I said, God, what's going on? Is this the second coming? But you know what? Uh, I'm glad I'm awake. Some people slept through the whole night. <laughs> Amen. But then my faith says, it's all well. So everything's going to be okay. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Okay. You know, it's not something that you say. <laughs> Again, I mean, this is kind of uh, sobering. He says that not everybody who says to me, Lord, Lord, is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone that comes to church is a Christian. Not everybody who profess to, uh, who's, who is a professor of a Christianity is a possessor of Christianity. Amen. Talk is cheap. Amen. Real faith is not just something you say. You know what? If you have real friends and they see that something you do doesn't match your faith, you know what the world says? Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. The word is judging you. My opinions don't matter. The word judges you. My opinion, you know what, folks? We got to live by faith and not by sight. My opinions tells me that today, better sleep in. Amen. How many of you felt that way? You want to sleep in today? Come on, wave your hand at me. Thank you for your honesty. I felt that way today. But I'm preacher. <laughs> I mean, come on, folks. The judge shall live by faith. It is the right thing to do. I'm going to pick up my lazy bones and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. Faith makes me get up every day. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Okay, again, you know, number two, real faith is not just something you feel. You know, again, in verse 15 and 16, if a brother and sister is naked, destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warm and be filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? See, again, faith is more than an emotions, you know, where, 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 where you know, we show you pictures of, of people there, you know, uh, uh, what do you call that, destitute, you know, going, going through a hard time, and, and then everybody look at it and say, wow, I feel it, I feel so sad there. It's not about feelings, <laughs> you know, it's about commitment, it's about standing up and help when you see things, not being done. 
My wife used to say this, the need is the call. Amen. You don't need the ministry of picking up litter in the auditorium. I don't need to give you a title. You see a rubbish, you pick it up. Hello? Whatever that needs to be done, just do it. It's more than emotion. You know, and I, I, I love the fact that sometimes, you know, when it's time to make commitments, suddenly there's lack of emotions. Why? Because you have to think through. Commitment is not an easy deal. Amen. Okay. You know, how many of you ever go to, you know, uh, see a doctor and then they say that, you know, oh, your cholesterol level really high and if you don't watch it, uh, you're going to, you're going to die. And, and that emotion is fear, but, but then first few weeks, okay, you exercise, you do. But then we forget. Amen. That's why it takes real commitment if you really want to change. Amen. I mean, God's been talking to me about certain things. I say that I think it's time for you to not beat around the bush and go straight forward with some people and say, this is a conversation that will change your life. But I only got to say it one time, I'm taking that risk to tell you. I'm taking that risk to tell you what's missing in your element of your walk with God. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to say that it is. You need real friends that, 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 despite it all, you know, they know that you will be upset, but they are willing to risk everything for that relationship, for your well-being. Amen. And I hope, it's a very scary path because you know what, at the end of the day, it can either turn it better or worse. Because you know, all of us like to use this argument, don't judge me. But then how can I speak the truth in love? How can I tell you, don't blame God when you stop listening to Him? I mean, uh, uh, can I have that, 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 that I, I saw somebody showed a, a, a screenshot, you know, I love this. Why are you all blaming God for all your problems? Most of your problems came from not listening to Him to begin with. I mean, listen. The Bible says if you don't have sin, you are a liar. First of all, examine yourself before you blame God. I mean, you get yourself into a mess, you get yourself into debt. Oh, oh, if God is real, huh? oh, why am I in debt? Well, because you violated all the principles of money management. You violated the principles of love. You violated the principles of parenting, whatever it may be. Repent. It's not just saying that I'm sorry. I, 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 some people are sorry because they are caught. Hello? Some people, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I still remember kids. You know, I have four of them. And then when I take out the cane, they say, I'm sorry. Huh? Sorry for what? You really know what you are going uh, did wrong? No, I see the cane. I'm scared of the consequences. That's why I say sorry. Hell is full of those people. Amen. 
You need to understand that you violated certain principles, violated principles that will hurt your family, will hurt your wife, hurt God. And when you hurt yourself, you hurt your, your relationship with God. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Are you with me? Okay. It's more than just words. Amen. Real faith is more than just sympathy, feelings or emotions. It's a decision. Commit to that. You know, when you see somebody struggling, give assistance. Don't just pray for them. There are some things prayer don't do. Let me warn you again, don't hide behind prayer or pray about it. No, this is not about something to be prayed. You need to repent. Because only when you obey God's word, God can back it up. Why would God continue to allow you to do the same thing over and over again, which violate the word of God and say, pray about it? I won't do that to my brother. I say the real issue is not something to be prayed about. You know what to do. You're not doing it. Oh, uh, imagine Chris, Lynette, you know, you go to Chris, say, I, 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 I want you to clean the windows. I pray about it. You know, oh, 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 you know what? The windows are dirty. I pray that angels come. Don't hide behind your prayer. Some things are made for you to decide. Amen. You know, God told me this straight. Oh, I pray about my children. You know, this bad behavior. I pray. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You are the father. Lao Pei. You need to do what you need to do, which is very uncomfortable. Because it's not going to be pleasant. You're going to enforce discipline. Oh, I pray about it that the bad attitude goes away. I wish so simple. Seriously, I wish so simple. I will go into prayer meeting. I pray, I pray. No, 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 no. You deal with it. And you need someone to tell you this. I'm going to say something that you're uncomfortable with. But I love you. This is a conversation that will change your life. And make the guy pray, 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 pray. Encourage all the negative behavior, thoughts. You are your own captive of the thoughts that you put into your mind. Change your thinking. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Some things you can't pray out of your system. Some things you got to change, renew your mind. Everybody say praise God. Real faith takes the initiative. A real believer has real faith and is practical. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, I, it, it, it bothers me, you know, sometimes when, when I hear people, you know, when they talk about certain things, I say, uh, this one no need to pray one. This one I can tell you, confirm top. You need to do this. Monday, I, I, I pray, you know, I, I pray whether, do I need to go to work or not? <laughs> or, 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 or there are some people say, I go McDonald's, I hear God's voice, stand there, look at the, look at the, Menu, you know, that, that, that lighted uh, screen. I'm praying, hearing God's voice. I hear nothing. God, what am I supposed to eat? The bagel, Big Mac, quarter pound, fillet fish, french fries. Well, you know yourself better. What do you need? 
Amen. Here's another one. Say, oh, if God is real, okay, la, give me $50,000, I believe. Yeah, he's really given to you. He's called your brain, your hands, your legs, go work. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, don't just operate in feelings. Feelings are so deceptive. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, another thing, number three, I love this one. Real faith is not just something you think. But someone will say that you have faith. I have worked. Show me your faith without works and I will show you my faith by my works. Some people, faith is an intellectual trip, a method to be studied, debated, talked and discussed. James is against that. If you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith. Amen. Okay? Show, show me some substance. Show me how your faith has changed you. Amen. That's what the world really looking at. In the areas of prayer, in the areas of making decisions, in the areas of parenting, in the areas of money managing. Show me what your faith has done for you personally and how you have been blessed by it. Amen. Amen. You see, I want to help you understand that faith is odorless, weightless, invisible. Amen. But sometimes all it requires is show me your faith. What's the manifestation as a believer? Show me your faith. How do you run your home? How does Christ make the difference? Amen. Show me. Okay. I like this quote. Faith is like calories. You can't see them, but you can sure see the results. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Are you with me? You know, again, you know what? I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to judge people. The word tells us to discern. Amen. Never ask advice from someone who has not a good relationship with the wife for some husband and wife advice. Amen. <laughs> okay. I mean, listen. I made one mistake, you know, I, you, you, you know that, you know, pastor loves dogs, right? You know, I, I made a mistake. I had a dog trainer that I know cannot control my dog. And I listened to him. And then, my goodness, it was all hell break loose. And all the bad mistakes I've done. Huh? And I have to undo it. Until I see one dog trainer that came to my house. And he walked in straight, walked straight to the dog and sit by the dog. Sit, sit. Well, like a Caesar Milan. I mean, oh, okay. I'm totally so out for it. Okay, let's begin. And I see changes. And likewise, before you hear any advice about, you know, how do you have a strong marriage and, you know, how do you have this? You know, listen. <laughs> you know, look at them. Don't just listen. Oh, I'm an expert at this. I'm an expert at that. A lot of people are expert at something. Just because you're expert on something doesn't make you an authority of it. 
Amen. Okay. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, prove it. Let us see your actions. Back it up with your words. Listen very carefully. You know, I tell you this all the time. People are actors. Amen. Especially if you are going to look for somebody that you probably like, you know, for the next two hours to be an actor, huh? very easy one. Praise the Lord. Brother, let's go eventualize. Two hours, man. Then after that, hey, you know, wow, social media got something questionable. You know, have you ever thought about it, young people, how you give yourself away? Dude, come here, quite quiet, praise the Lord. Then when I look at the social media, hey, hey bro, bro, come on. God wants to move. I say again, God wants to move. Until you take him by the word and he transform every aspect of your life. Oh, some people say that, hey, actually, uh, Christian, not so bad. Hey. It's not about being good or bad. It's about how believing in him changes you, changes every decision that you make, changes your financial decision, changes the way you do things around here. Business is not as usual once I become born again. I become to be renewed in my mind, my choices, everything that I'm talking about. You know, then I start to have the mind of Christ. Amen. To think like he does. Amen. The, you know, that, that, that I don't care whether it's my, you know, uh, my reputation. I'm, I'm the mind my number one purpose here on earth is to glorify God. That, that, that everybody who looks at me sees a God in existence because in every one's of man's heart, there's an altar. There's an altar. We were created to worship God. And if that altar has become vacuum, you will put in your own opinions, you will start to worship you, and you start to create an image that is unlike the Bible, is that unlike the Jesus that we read in the Word. Amen. You see, how many of you would agree, if you admire something, you become like that thing? Amen. Okay, all those of you, you know, if you're listening, you know, in the past, you know, uh, uh, we had all kinds of uh, pop stars, you know. Nowadays, they don't make the music like what they used to last time. I, that's what I say. Nowadays, it's all electronic. You know, last time, no electronic one. Last time, the real guitar, man, would, you know, and uh, Brother David will probably know. You agree with me, you know. Last time, the real deal. Nowadays, you can't sing also, you got auto-tune. Amen. Come on. Right? But last time, no auto-tune. Last time is analog. Amen. Okay. Uh, you know, the reason why I'm telling you is that because, you know, I, 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 I admire some of these people and I have their fashion sense. Because you admire somebody, you will admire their fashion sense. You dress like them. You talk like them. You even do a hairdo like them. If they paint their hair red, you do likewise. 
I said, hey, why you look like that? Eh? <laughs> you know, you look like that, you know, and, 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 and you know what, you try to get away with you wearing a cap in the house and your mom say, hey, why you wear a cap? Huh? You think, I'm, hey, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and likewise, you know, when, when I say that my faith is strong, you know, when, 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 when I allow that faith in God, my, my opinions in my everything that I do, even my dress code changes because I want to please the one that loves me. You know, in this place, you know how I dress. The most important opinion is God, but next is my wife. Hello? Come on, everybody say amen. <laughs> so I've decided I'm not going to fight with her anymore. Say, you choose whatever you want, I just wear. And she, she sometimes let me wear pink. Not my favorite color, but I wear it. Because it pleased her. Amen. You know, thought processes. You think like Jesus. Because you admire. Amen. You admire the God that you serve. Amen. You know, again, here's something that I know about couples. The more they love each other, the more they take on each other's habits. Amen. Likewise, the more I love Christ, the more I think like Him, the more I behave like Him, the more that I speak like Him. My, my, my wife doesn't know how to tell a joke one, but the more she hangs out with the family, the more she's becoming an orange. You know, and likewise, you know, that's the kind of faith that, 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 that God wants us to have. Amen. It's not just an intellectual faith, it is... A faith that demonstrates that I belong to Jesus. L let me say this again. You know, the knowledge of good and evil is a very, very dangerous place that you want to live in. Amen. Oh, when we think that I'm, I, I'm the lawgiver, my opinion, my kingdom, where God says there's only one lawgiver and one judge. You know, and some people play that game, I'm not so bad lah. It's not about bad, who owns you? You see, if you allow God to be the Lord over your life, then He becomes the leader of your life. Lordship equals leadership. Let me say that again. Lordship equals leadership. If He is not the Lord of your life, and if you're wondering why things are not happening, you know, maybe there are some things that you are going through because God is making you in your ministry. In my experience with God, those that have a high calling will go into this thing called pain. Amen. Because, you know, God is setting you up in your ministry. It's not just about going to Bible school. God is giving you the experience you need as an individual, going through one trial after another trial after another trial because He has great plans for you. Amen. It may take many years, but let me tell you, when the time comes, it is almost like instantaneously God will call you. Because you graduated, because you need to go through all the training. And it takes faith to hang on. Amen. I don't, don't, I don't understand, but God, you know, I allow you to be the Lord over my life. When He is the Lord over your life, then He takes leadership. He will not contend with you. Amen. Are you with me? 
Everybody say praise the Lord. You see, you know, not everybody can be used of God. Not everyone, because sometimes God knows that you're not ready. So that little bit of attitude that's in us, He wants to deal with pride. Amen. Other issues, contentious, you know, God wants to deal with it. Because He cannot open new revelation, because that gifting will outweigh your character. And when the gifting outweighs your character, you are in dangerous ground. Then you begin to worship yourself. Amen. Am I making sense here? Okay, again, I like this part the best, you know, uh, which is number five. Okay, real faith is something you do. Amen. Oh, sorry, number four. I didn't cover. Did I cover number four? Real faith is not just something you believe. Amen. Okay, verse 19. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even demons believe and tremble. <laughs> Amen. There's a lot of believers out there. But he has not translated into their choices, their mind. Amen. Okay. You know, they may be dealing with traumas in their life, whether it's abuse in their childhood. I don't know. An absent father, so they don't know how to trust. An uninvolved father, you know, they, they, they struggle, you know, every time when they go through a trial, they believe there's a God, but they cannot manage that aspect that there is a God, but He also my heavenly father. Amen. That, that, that relationship part is gone. They don't. They, because they never had a father that was totally involved. People have a hard time even trusting in God. You know, we got to be careful. That's why the scripture says that, you know, when we pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He's saying that God... Give me that revelation of Heavenly Father. What's that Heavenly Father? I want to disassociate everything that is unlike you from my earthly Father so that I can embrace and receive your love for me. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know what? There are times, you know, in, in, as a childhood, uh, as a child, in my childhood, I had all kinds of, uh, you know, at that time, I, I didn't know, I won't say it abuse. I think that it was more of a, Misuse, you know, discipline, fear, manipulation, because that's how my parents were taught. And I always see God like, okay, God, what do you want? <laughs> okay, God, what do you want? You know, I, I don't understand this thing called unconditional love. I always think that, you know, like, like every time there's a crisis, God is trying to punish me. How many of you ever felt that way? God is trying to punish me, you know? The first thing that we think, oh God, what are you trying to do? You're going to make me suffer again? And sometimes it's not God, it's life. We are living in, as, a, as, as a fallen world. You know, we need to correct that. We need to uh, 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 really, really allow ourselves to meditate about the fact about His goodness, His mercy. You know, again, I, 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 I would recommend 
you do some spiritual exercise. And one of those spiritual exercises that I would recommend is really reading the Word of God. Amen. You know what? Hey, listen very carefully to me. Some people say, I don't like to read the Word of God. How many of you will raise your hands and say, I don't like to read the Word of God? Let's be honest here. Wow, you're so spiritual. <laughs> I don't. Especially if it's King James Version there. Because I don't like to waste time. I'm a very practical fella. You know, when you ask me to read something that I don't understand. Why? So, you know, okay. Going to study a little bit more. So now you have podcasts. Are, I'm not talking about podcasts that is out there, that is in the world one. I'm talking about good podcasts. Eh? Don't listen to podcasts that where people share their opinion. What you did, they think their opinion so good. Ah? And what makes you think that people want to hear your opinion? Some of these people, youngsters, I want to do podcasts. I want to put, so who are you? <laughs> who are you? What makes you think that you put yourself in the podcast that people will listen to you? Oh, I want to be a social, social media influencer. I'm like, huh? Amen. You know, that day I was looking, you know, I, I'm looking. Hey, wow. My dog more of an influencer than me. <laughs> Just shoot a few cute photos uh, of dogs. Uh, everybody likes dogs already. You know, I say that, wow. So you, 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 you got to be very careful who is influencing you. And I like to surround myself with good podcasts that causes me to rationalize, think, think about a scripture, think how practical that scripture can be like. How do I apply the scripture in my life? That's the most important question that you have to ask. Because when you apply the scripture in your own life, you see the fruit of your thinking, the fruit of your processes, your fruit, the fruit of the spirit. Amen. So, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go there. I'm going to listen to stuff that sometimes I also don't want to listen. Because sometimes I know myself better. I pick and choose what I want to hear. That's why you are need to come to Sunday service because you don't come and choose the message. Hello? Amen. Some of you forgot what I preached last week. Amen. Some of you sleeping, you are here. Hello. <laughs> you know, that's why you need to come Sunday service because I cannot pick my message. Amen. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I, I look. Oh, well, I'll just the right one. I see the title. I get scared. Uh, let's flip. <laughs> you know, let's flip. Let's flip. And you got to be careful that you become too extreme. Then you take a truth and you take the truth and make it the absolute truth, but you have to balance it off with fear and grace together to find that middle ground. That's why you need a pastor. You cannot have an online pastor. And just because you come to church, you say, oh, that's my pastor. No, 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 no. I'm not your pastor yet. Because who knows? Some of you have been staying, sitting here for a very long time. So I'm still not your pastor. <laughs> just because I baptize you doesn't mean I'm your pastor. Everybody say praise the Lord. You're looking at me strange because you know what? I haven't had that conversation with you that you don't like. <laughs> that corrective conversation that you don't like. And see, you still, you know, 
Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, you know, just because I believe in God doesn't mean a thing. There's a lot of people that believe in God, but they don't live like they believe. Their belief has already affected the, 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 the way they make decisions, the way they manage their own life, the way, really, folks. I mean, it's just like this person who's an advocate and I, I'm a believer in, uh, you know, wellness of, 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 of health. And then he's overweight. If you believe that he is, <laughs> you know, you believe that he believes in health, that he's overweight, that something is wrong. Bro, I think you better go exercise. Eat right. I mean, I say, oh, I believe that diet is very important. And then after that, he go whack. Supper also whack. You know, come on. Am I making sense here? You know, again, like, like, like what I say, if you believe in God, it will affect everything because the world needs somebody that will glorify Him. The world needs somebody to live out their faith real time. You are a living epistle. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Amen. That's why again, you know, uh, 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 like what I say, you know, what am I like at home? You got to ask yourself, is my faith working at home or do I compartmentalize my faith? Okay, Sunday then I put on the full armor of faith. Only Sunday I put on, you know, the girdle of truth. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, the sword of the spirit, you know, the, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. And then we do the whole deal. Then Monday, Tuesday, I take it off. I put on my belt, you know, uh, do all kinds of stuff. And you're wondering why my faith is not contagious. Hmm. Wow. Why is it? Why am I struggling? Why am I stuck in my relationship with my children? Why am I stuck in my relationship with my loved one? Why am I stuck? How do I get unstuck? Let's get into the Word. Amen. Praise God. Are you with me here today? You know, I, I, I'm just sharing you some thoughts. You know, you got to have a strategy. Strategy belongs to you. Every day when you get up, you know what you don't like and what you like about yourself. Come on, everybody say Amen. Okay, if, if you don't like about your weight, then you got to have a strategy. You cannot think a strategy out and sit down there. Ah, I pray, I pray, I'll lose 10 kilo. Okay, what motivates you to get up? Okay, if you want a strategy, you want a strategy that your children listen to you. Ask yourself a few questions. Am I listening to you? You always start off with your relationship with God. And, and, and only when you are a follower of Christ, when He's the Lord over your life, then you can lead your family, you know. We, we, we like people, huh? We like to be leaders of people, but we don't like to be followers. Can you lead your own emotions? Can, can you? I can't, because there's a lack of lordship in your life, isn't it? You know, I, I, I really believe in the scripture. I'm going to be talking about it, doing a whole study about it. The Ten Commandments is so powerful. 
The four commandments talk about my relationship with God and the rest of the six commandments it talks about my relationship with other people. But if the first thing that, 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 that you look, you cannot handle, I am the Lord thy God. You shall have no gods before me. If you have that as a questionable belief, or you cannot believe that right, you know, guess what would happen? You, either he is God or you. Amen. I realize that if he's God, then he can do whatever he wants, isn't it? He's the moral lawgiver. My opinion doesn't really matter. His ways are much higher than my ways. Amen. Am I making sense here? That, that the thinking that he believes in God, everybody believes in God. In fact, the one that are perverted, the one that, 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 that will change the word of God, that make images, are people that are believers in God. But they cannot give Him the glory that is due to His name. They still want to do things their own way. They acknowledge there is a God. But a God will limit in my life. They read Romans chapter 1. It talks about that. These people did not honor me. And then they start to make images of people uh, of a god that 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 that, that is of uh, you know beast and and for you know again we got to be careful either he's god or I'm not the devil believes in god and here's a good one the devil is a great bible professor sorry the devil is a great bible professor but yet he's still Rebellious. How many of you agree with me that the devil knows more about God than all of us? <laughs> Come on. He's been around for many thousands of years. Amen. He knows more of God and he knows how to make God angry. He knows how to make you angry. He knows all your lintage and all your weakness and everything. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Lordship of God because the only person that is smarter than the devil is God. Amen. Okay. Everybody say praise the Lord. In fact, the word tremble, you know, comes from the Greek word that, that you know, uh, uh, literally means that, you know, uh, uh, that your hair stands on its end. You know, it's like reading a, a Stephen King novel. <laughs> when you see all, all those, you know, when the devil believes in God and, and he trembles in saying that, you know why? Because there is a greater than him. That in the last days that he will put it, he put into the lake of fire, there is no repentance for him anymore. I wish that we have that kind of understanding that, that again, you know, uh, 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 so much of Christianity focus on a lot about uh, 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 love and mercy and grace. Yes, I do believe in those things. But yet at the same time, all these things will be taken for granted if we don't preach about the fear of the Lord. Putting him as God. Here's a challenge for you. First thing that every parent must do in the home. First thing, there is a God. And you are the moral giver. It's not for debate. You walk in there, I'm a Christian. And this is my house. And because it's my house, I give it to the Lord. And as I give it to the Lord, here are the rules. 
Wow. You are showing them there is a God. Amen. Uh, so then you know what? They come ask for you for allowance and you know they use allowance for the wrong things and you say that, uh, uh, you know, there are times I have to tell, I, I have to tell, say, say flat no. Yeah, you see the child, uh, beautiful. Amen. This is the house. This is my house. This is how my house is not my house. I give it to God already. This is how we run away things around here. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, because until He's the Lord of your life, you cannot have that authority from God. Are you with me here? You know, there are times I, I made a statement and I don't mean it casually, but I really say it as it is because it's my house. I say that, you know what? I love you, but if you don't like her, you can always look for another apartment somewhere else. Law. Not because I don't love you. Law. You always have a place, but there are certain things that I will only tolerate. Law. Amen. What are you portraying? You say that I'm not just a believer. It's already affecting me in every decisions that I make in my home. Even the house rules. Amen. Everybody say praise God. He's getting quiet on me. I mean, I'm talking about things that are important because you are saying that there are moral rules in this house. It's, it's, not, it's not for debate. Amen. Okay? Everybody say praise the Lord. As clearly I can remember, Sister Weir, we have never allowed alcohol in our home. Someone bought me a wine. I said, what are we supposed to do with this wine? I don't know. <laughs> you know, again, that's my conviction. I'm not going to put it on you, but if you want to talk about it, I will talk about it. I mean, you may sure it's okay, la. that one is for health purposes, in, in, but nobody go and drink so many. Ah. <laughs> it's not for leisure drinking, okay? Everybody say amen, but you know when it's my house, there are certain things that will never enter into my house. In my house, I put filters in the internet. My house. Because it's not my house anymore. I give it to the Lord, now I manage it only. And there are some things God will allow in the house and some things God will not allow in the house. Hello? Because it's no longer, now I'm a steward. You see, here's the problem, guys. Because you still think it's your house. When I, please don't ask me to do your home dedication and you do not want to live according to the Lord because you're saying, I dedicate it to the Lord. What you're trying to say, that means His rules are my rules. Now I become a manager. I, I, I'm no longer the boss. Eh? Listen very carefully. I am no longer, I, I thought I bought the house, but when I dedicate my house, saying that I'm transferring that, 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 that title deed uh, into a new owner, and the owner rules is what I'm supposed to manage. Eh? I, I, are you, I mean, okay, if, look here, you think, okay, I, I honorable, honorable exercise. I dedicate my house to the Lord. What we're saying, we got, we want to bless. That's why I don't believe in house blessing. I believe in house dedication. Because when you dedicate the house to the Lord, you enforce His rules in the house. 
But when you house bless, oh, bless me, bless me. <laughs> I had someone come and say, Pastor, bless me, bless me. New convert, you know, whatever. I'll just say, okay, you, wanna, you want me to bless you? But there's a greater blessing. It's called obedience. Okay, so, so what happens? Okay, l- let me help you understand house dedication, whatever dedication, baby dedication. You are saying that, okay, from my ownership, I'm going to give it to Sam. Okay, Sam, what's the rule? And now I become a manager of the house. <laughs> and I, my, I get my instructions from who? Sam. Wow, am I, am I, am I, you getting this? I see light bulbs all opening. <laughs> you know, again, look here. You, when you say I dedicate my house, it's not just something that you think. It's also number five. Real faith is something that you do. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. And then, you know, in this story, he talks about, you know, faith is active. It's not passive. It's a commitment. And he talks about Abraham and Rahab. Abraham is a man. Rahab is a woman. Abraham is a Jew. Rahab is a Gentile. Abraham is a patriarch. Rahab is a prostitute. Abraham is a somebody. And Rahab is a nobody. Even the nobodies have an opportunity to live by faith. Even, it doesn't matter, he's talking about this, he's going to break it down. This works for the rich, this works for the poor. Amen. The judge shall live by faith. Faith is something that you do. And he's quoted Abraham. Just because you come up with a good lineage of of, 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 uh, patriarch, you know, famous patriarch in the past, doesn't matter, God can still raise up a Rahab. Amen. Abraham, how many of you, would you agree that that is a major character in the Bible? Amen. Rahab is a minor character in the Bible. Some people don't even know, huh? Xiang Si Rahab. Anybody call Rahab or not? You know, uh, uh, I, I have never heard anybody say, I want to name my child Rahab. Everybody go, oh, oh. wow, you name Abraham is majestic. Abraham. Oh, uh, Abraham Lee. Oh, then everybody were thinking, wow, one white-headed headed man coming down. <laughs> because that's what we see. We, 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 we associate. But, but, but this whole idea that God is trying to tell us, you know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. As the most important thing is this. Their faith in God. And they show their faith to the way they live. You know, Ahab, Rahab, sorry, Ahab, <laughs> Rahab, you know, Rahab, wow, you know, I, I thought it was very unique. No, do you not know that Rahab, Jesus has Rahab blood? Wow. I mean, of all the things he wants to associate with, he is, the, the, David has Rahab's blood. It's linked to Rahab because of an act of obedience. It doesn't matter, you know, that, 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 that you know, uh, you don't need to have, uh, 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 you know, Lee Stone King, Willoughby. You know, sometimes I, I, I look at people that, 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 that wow, you know, 
Gentry Megan. He got the Megan name. I, 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 Abeng. <laughs> you know, I Hokkien Peng one. You know, you know, that kind of, uh, uh, you know, I'm nobody. But, but God says, as long as you live by faith, amen, I'm going to take you to places that you never dream of. Everybody say, praise the Lord. So again, I, I, I want you to understand that when you, when, when, when you say that I, I want to have real faith, it means that He manages everything to you from your style of parenting to the style of managing your money to the style of managing your thoughts, everything that He is the Lord, only when He is the Lord that He can lead you. Then you'll be blessed leh. That's real faith, eh? because otherwise we become a stumbling block to other people that surrounds us. Amen. What is needed more than any time period is miracle signs and wonders. You know, uh, I, I, I was just praying, you know, routine, car park, dog, walk. And I was praying and, 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 and I just remember the time that we used to fast. And by the way, we're going to reinstate some of the basic discipline. Not to lose weight, nah, okay? But it's good for us to have a fast. Amen. To refocus, you know, uh, we had a pandemic, okay, excuses, you know, and I think, you know, what is more painful is a media fast. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us, you know, and I started, you know, remembering the glory of the Lord, remembering DCD. Uh, 20, that next, we had our speaker for DCD already, 2023. So, you know, we was talking about it, you know, I'm talking about God. And then the whole idea is say that what, what happened during this meeting was the glory, the glory of God that changes us. Right. It's not about good teaching. It's when you meet, encounter face to face with a holy God. Something happens to you. You know, and I, and I was praying, you know, I was praying, you know, I'm praying for my grandchild. Okay, glory will visit them. Glory will visit every generation. The glory of the Lord will visit my children. The glory of the... And it just keep on going glory and glory. And, but, but before that glory comes, it, it requires a people that, you know, I, I believe that when we have real faith, glory will follow Amen. the people. What, what our homes need is the glory of the Lord. Have you ever felt Jesus walking into your house before. You know, there was, there are three times in my life that I can remember the physical, the, the invisible manifestation of God walking into my homes. I just wept nonstop. I couldn't get up because I felt that glory, that weight of that glory. And it just changes your whole appetite. <laughs> you, because you know this is real. When, when, when you know something is real, you become, your faith becomes real. Oh, Lord, help me. Write this down. If you know that something is real, then your faith will become real. And, 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 and my prayer before this year end was the very fact of a simple prayer. Review yourself. Review yourself again. 
Lord, reveal yourself to your people. Reveal it to my children because they cannot keep on hearing me nagging all the time. They, can, they got to understand why consecration and dedication is so important. It's not because daddy put them into a sitting corner and punishing them and doing all these things because I do not want them to see rules and regulation. I want them to see relationship. I want them to see a glory that be, goes beyond, that, that it goes beyond our homes, it goes beyond our schools, it goes around Asia, you know, that, that, that glory, because the, the Bible says that he's going to come back again, but he's going to come back in power. Right. Amen. And sometimes, listen very carefully, sometimes walking in faith is never easy. Amen. There was this guy by the, the name of George, uh, what's his name, George? Uh, Blondie. How many of you heard of this guy by the name of George Blondie? Okay, George Blondie was the first tightrope walker over this waterfall called the Niagara Falls. Okay, you all heard the story? So he walked over, you know, he wanted to show that he's skillful and he walked over from one end to the other end. Everybody was cheering, yeah, yeah, go for it, yeah, you can do it. And he crossed. Now he says, let's make this more challenging. I'm going to have a wheelbarrow. And then he put dirt on the wheelbarrow and I'm going to walk back where I started from. Wow, everybody cheering, you can do this, you can do this. Then he said, oh, you, you really think I can do this, right? Okay. He threw down the dirt, who wants to go in first? Finally, one person jumped in and then walked. And he made it through. This is a, our walk is a very unique walk. Our walk is a walk of faith. And you know, I shared this point. I thought I was dying. I thought the whole world is going to end in the middle of the night, 3 a.m., and I have to ask myself, I'm a preacher of the gospel. Am I afraid to die? Or I'm ready to meet him? How do you know whether your faith is real? Ask yourself this question. Are you ready to meet him? When the, I've seen so many people die and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Those people that are ready to meet him, you can see in their eyes. You can see in their eyes. There's no question of doubt. They have lived their life in such a way. Everything that they do is all about Him. You know, it won't be long that all of us got to ask that question. I'm saying it won't be long because at the end of the last time, I thought 25 years, you know, I'm still a young man, you know, I still can live. We think we are immortal, but after a few, feels like years, I've turned 52. <laughs> and I realized, where has the time gone? Have I lived my life in a way that really speaks of eternity? Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 says this, examine yourself to see whether that you are in the faith. Amen. Test check. Am I, am I, my values, you know, don't, don't listen very carefully what I've got to say. 
After listening to this message, I pray this is one of the most important conversations that I will have with you. Are you really living in real faith? You cannot turn to me. Listen, Pastor, why I make it? I can't answer that question. Are you really living in real-time faith? Is your relationships reflecting Christ? And if it's not, my, my, my challenge to you is that maybe you need to really encounter God yourself. Uh, it, it's not about rules and regulations because a lot of times people have this idea that Christian is, oh, cannot do this, cannot do that. You don't get it, folks. You don't get it. First of all, you need to know Him. Because when you know Him, you understand the boundaries. Amen. Are, are you with me here? When, when, when you really know God and He's a God that separates light from darkness, there's no variation of grey. I mean, you, 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 you want to be in the light. You will understand for the first time in your life what it means to walk in the light. Because right now, I, I, I can't... I can't do that for you. Real faith means, am I? Because that's the, that's the question that you will ask when they say, maybe they say to you, you have only 24 months to live. Right. Or for some of us, don't even have a chance. We just boom. <laughs> what happened? Uh? There was an accident. 52 years of living on this earth, I tell myself, is my faith real? If my faith is real, God, I don't want any deception. I don't want to create any image of you that is unreal. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. I, I want the real you. Amen. I want to find you myself in the word of God and allow men of God to speak. And then I discern from there. Amen. Hey, you know what? Again, I, this is the greatest, greatest responsibility that I have. Because in every one of our hearts is, a, is, 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 is an altar fit for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we have to sit down and focus in, you know, as much busy we are making a living, you know, uh, you know, when you are making a living, you may not be making a life, an eternal life. Uh, we need to pause for a moment. These are some valuable questions at the end of the day that many have taken the last few years of their life to want to discover when we should be taking the first few of our lives to discover so that our lives become more productive for His kingdom and for His glory. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. amen. You know, I realize this, when I know my God, everything fits in. When I know my God, my decisions that I make, everything will fit in. He will lead me because He has become my Lord. The Lord, the, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He made me lie down. If you have a hard time lying down, could it be that He's not the Lord over your life yet? Amen. He brings me beside still waters and then He goes on to go on to tell us that He leads me to path of righteousness. He restored my soul. All my insecurities of this thing called life, my even 
Here's a good question. Maybe you should ask your loved one. What's your definition of success? Because we are chasing after this thing called success. Amen. How many of you are chasing for failure? <sighs> I'm chasing after this success. You know what? The word success is never enough. Amen. Go back to the basic because pastor is asking you because this is the last epi uh, series of what I've thought, right? At the end of the day, who's going to influence you? At the end of the day, whether we believe it or not, right? Success may not be what God's defined success looks like. And that's a scary thing. You climb up the ladder, you realize it's the wrong ladder. Wow, that's scary. Why don't we stand to our feet right now? I know I'm not going to be preaching long today, but I want us to evaluate. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Every eye is closed right now. Just enter in right now. Just close your eyes between you and God. Just close your eyes. Still your, still your spirit right now. Just still. Be still. Father, as we come before your presence, You're calling this church, God, to live life with you faith. Father, as we enter into your throne room of grace, Father, we stand before your throne and we recognize, God, that you are God and I am not. Can we do that right now? Picture God sitting on the throne. Come on, just let your voice go. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Lord, we stand before your presence. We acknowledge that you are my God and as God over my life, as God over my life, Father. I give you ownership of my life to you, Father, right now. Amen. Because you are the Lord. And I am not, Father. Can we give ownership of our own lives, our decision-making, our thought processes over to the one true God that loves us? Harakasanda, rakasanda, rakasanda, rana. Uh, let your values be my values. Let your heartbeat be my heartbeat, Father. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I want to live a life that portrays that my God is real. Father, that you will remove every 
kind of ideologies, God, about Christian living and Lord, that you establish what it means to be a real Christian that is found and grounded from the weaknesses we read time and time again, Abraham, Rahab, what it means, God, to live all in. And Father, I pray that the Word of God will help us, Lord, to see from historical concepts, God, and historical faith, Father, how these people gave their life to you, God, and make it real time in the 21st century. And Lord, that, you, that we will come to a place where we can encounter you, God, with our own faith. Amen. Amen. Come on, can we do that right now? Father, in the name of Jesus, that you become so real. That my faith becomes real as well, Father. Not just a hearsay. But Lord, that I will experience that glory. Because it's that glory that we meet face to face, God, with unveiled face. That we will change from glory to glory. Father, that you give us a hunger and a desire for that place, God, that place of surrender. That place, God, where every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that you are Lord. And I thank you, God, for today's message because you are reminding us again, Lord, to put things into perspective. I thank you, Jesus, God. I ask, God, that you, uh, God, I, I pray, God, there are areas in my life, God, that I'm, Lord, I have not taken, I have not managed well, and I ask God that you'll forgive me, but most importantly, Lord, I'm asking you, God, that you give me that courage to reclaim ground, God, right now in the name of Jesus, God. Come on, can we just leave our voice for a moment? Father, I did this to myself, Father. I did this to myself, and I pray, God, that, Lord, I... Ask God that you help me restore relationship. You ask me restore lordship. God over, Lord, those areas, God, of my life, God, that I've not been faithful. Can we just leave our hands in surrender right now? The Lord is here that's willing to give us the wisdom and the understanding how to manage those areas of our life if we were to ask of Him. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, that Lord that together we can see you, God, today, Lord, and tomorrow and the days ahead, Lord, I pray that the glory will visit our generations, God, and the generations after. Come on, let's let your voice out for a moment right now. That the glory, Jesus, God, that we will worship the Father in spirit, and in truth, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus, God. Come on, just lift your hands one more time. To meet you face to face. God, to know your voice in a world that doesn't know you to reflect your glory. Thought so that the world can see Christ in me, the hope of my glory. That's my ultimate purpose. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, just thank the Lord right now. 
Amen. If you have a loved one, if you have friend, why don't you join in agreement? I believe that when we come together in agreement, prayer, that's powerful. Amen. Can we do that right now? Just find somebody to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we agree that you are the Lord. Lord, we agree, God, that you are God Almighty. Lord, right now, Jesus, God, that you reign supremely, God, in our homes. Real faith, Father. Real faith, Father, right now. Lord, that our faith will be authentic. <laughs> Lord, that you build a hedge of protection over our homes. Lord, right now, Jesus, as you take Lordship back, God, over our homes. You take Lordship back, God, over, God, about areas, God, of our life. To live in a way that will be pleasing unto you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us, lead us, and guide us. Come on, let your voice out. Lord, help us be a better man. Help us, God, right now, Jesus, to do what you call us to do. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless God. Bless Lord this church. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Just just lift your hands one more time and thank the Lord. He is good and He is worthy to be praised. Come on, let's thank Him. Let's give Him praise. Let's adore Him. Amen. You take the Lord, Lord. Lord, you take God ownership. You Lord, take Lordship of our lives. Amen. Can we just pray together as a church right now? Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, for our faith, God, that we will not fail, God, in these crucial days. Lord, right now, God, especially the times are living in, Lord. Lord, I pray, God, that our, Lord, our faith will remain strong in the things of the Spirit, oh God, in the things of oh, the Word, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. Amen. Bless this church, God. Lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people say, Amen. Let's give Him praise one more time.
I think I, I, I did not mention this, but next week we're going to have a very special speaker, Brother Stan Harvey from POS Sydney, Pentecostals of Sydney, will be preaching to the church. So, you know, uh, just get ready for a good time in the Holy Ghost. Uh, again, there are so many apps that you can find out there that will help you in your faith, you know. So please go download podcasts i will be sending out maybe a probably a bunch of podcasts for you all to listen you know and and again get your mind saturated with the right things of god god bless every one of you